business, booze, and a behind-the-scenes look at being an entrepreneur. The Mind Your Business NKY podcast offers real interviews with NKY business owners. Hosted by Link NKY CEO Lacey Starling and business reporter Kenton Hornbeck. Honestly, you won't find a more entertaining business podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen on linknky.com. Hi, Northern Kentucky, and welcome to The Sunday Story. I'm Maggie McDonald, Link's digital editor, and today I'm talking to our business reporter, Kitten Hornbeck, about Newport's risque past of gentlemen's clubs and other forms of adult entertainment. Kitten, can you tell me a little bit about the reporting of this story? Yeah, so the reporting was actually a little tricky because this story had been done a few times with a few different angles by past publications, maybe the Enquirer, the Northerner, I think did one, but I really wanted to hammer down into the history of this. And not everybody wanted to speak with me because it's obviously a very touchy subject when you dive into what Newport is now, as opposed to what it was in the past. Some people aren't all the time very proud of that past, the gambling, the strip clubs, everything like that. So it was really tough getting people on the record to speak about this, um, at least some of the people that I reached out to. But I really, what I found the angle that worked best for this specific story was talking about the history of it and people who lived and worked around that time, whether it was on the law side or whether it was through the city side, working for the city of Newport, Ken Recton and Michael Williams, they were willing to speak with me. And they both were living and working on that issue during the time. So they were two great sources. I was able to talk to them as well as research a lot online and through the Kenton County Library about really pinning down the nexus of this story. So it was a little challenging, but I think at the end of the day, it was able to be pulled off in a way that was both informative, but also entertaining. So it's sort of interesting that there was this like adult entertainment industry happening in Newport of all places. Why do you think that that was happening here in in Newport and in Northern Kentucky at the time? Well, there's a a lot really to say about this. And I could go on for maybe like an hour just about the Cleveland syndicate and the mafia and all of the stuff that was prevalent around the late 1940s and the early 1950s into the 60s and 70s. But really what happened specifically as it relates to the adult entertainment industry in Newport, is that Cincinnati didn't really have that kind of a scene. Across the river was Newport, and it was really kind of a a gambling mecca, and it was organized crime that ran Newport's gambling scene. It was really popular at the time, and there were a lot of community leaders whether through dealing with the mafia or maybe they had religious reservations about the underground gambling industry in Newport, they wanted it out. And so did Attorney General, United States Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy. He wanted it out. So once they kind of turned up the heat on the people running these underground casinos, they were essentially forced out. And at the time, this was when Las Vegas was starting to pop up in the 50s and 60s. So instead of dealing with the pressure from the United States Attorney General's office and local you know, sheriffs and politicians, they just decided to pack up their bags and move to Las Vegas. And that left Monmouth Street specifically, which is where a lot of these casinos were located, that left it with kind of a vacuum 
and the vacuum was filled by adult entertainment that was comprised of pornographic movie theaters. It was comprised of strip clubs and adult bookstores. And a lot of citizens didn't really like that. Now, there were people on the city commission who supported it, but there was also a lot of community members who had lived in Newport for a really long time or maybe had just moved there and didn't like the direction of the city with the adult entertainment industry. But there was a really big economic support for it because it employed a lot of people in the wake of gambling leaving that kind of left a a jobs vacuum. So that's kind of what made Newport a fertile breeding ground for this kind of activity. The gambling industry, which was a big part of the economy, left for Las Vegas through local law enforcement and increased scrutiny through the United States judicial system or the attorney general's office. So that left a vacuum. This adult entertainment industry kind of filled that void. And then the citizens ultimately banded together and throughout a 20-year battle ended up kind of vanquishing it in a way. Now, there's one last vestige of it that is the Brass Ass on Monmouth Street, and you could still visit that establishment today if you would like to, but it is not quite the same establishment it was back in its heyday. Yeah, so obviously, like, kind of talking about that, Newport definitely looks a little different today as it did back then. Can you talk about how and why things have changed for the city since that time? Right. So a big part of the Newport economy is entertainment and tourism. So especially along the riverfront, you know, Cincinnati does this a lot too. They have the riverboats and kind of just the riverfront history. They play into a lot of that. So that is really one of the, the riverfront is a big uh, part or plays a big role in this whole area's tourism industry. So When this was all going on back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, the entertainment economy in Newport was really upheld by gambling and then the adult entertainment industry. And as different city leaders kind of emerged into the 80s and 90s, they wanted it to be less focused on vice, specifically gambling and adult entertainment, and more focused on family-friendly entertainment. So you really started to see this pop up, I would say it's almost symbolic with the um, construction of Newport on the Levee. So for everybody out there, you probably know what Newport on the Levee is, but for anybody who doesn't, it's a mixed-use development that popped up around the turn of the century. Now it's, you know, been through a couple different phases, but you know, what it's ups and downs, but that was really a big turning point and a symbol for Newport that says, hey, we've kind of shed this past reputation that we have now going forward. We're going to be focused more on family-friendly entertainment. Obviously, the levee has the aquarium, which is a really big regional draw. And then they've been able to build upon that. So Newport's really walkable community. It has a lot of coffee shops and family-owned restaurants and everything like that. But even going forward into today, the entertainment and tourism industry in Newport has really grown a lot. We now have rumors of, you know, Margaritaville, coming to Newport on the levee. We have the Ovation mixed-use development that is near completion. That's over near Newport on the levee. But that, that's really what the city leaders wanted to do. They wanted to take it away from the vice-based entertainment and tourism economy and more towards a economy that could support family-friendly entertainment, whether that be movies or aquariums or 
what have you. And you can really see that growth into the modern day. And that's really what Newport is now. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's Sunday Story. We'll see you here next week.